Footy Gods Podcast. What a massive round of uh, footy that's just gone, Piggy. Piggy? Pig. How you doing, buddy? Good, mate. Good. How'd you go this week? Uh, yeah, not too bad. How, how are you, first of all? Don't just get straight into it, mate. How are you doing, all right? I'm doing all right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Good. We're back in the studio and back in the same room. It's good. Yes, back in the studio. Yep. Not to over Zoom, which is good. Yeah, it's good, mate. It's good to get, Feels good. Uh, get up and close and personal. Yeah, with natural the habitat. Super God King himself. <laughs> Stop it. All right, I'm just wasting time here, Pig. My team went okay, mate. I um, I scored 24-25. Mm, yeah, okay. Every other week, I'd be uh, doing the Toyota jump. Yeah, that's right. And but the- this week, I went down 200 spots. <laughs> what a week. Yeah, it was so massive scores around, wasn't there? Yeah, very, very big scores. So, yeah, like I said, I'm not upset with the score, but yeah, it just doesn't cut it. Just didn't quite match up to the big boys. What about you, mate? I bet you're dying to tell me what you scored. Well, I, I, 2490, so it wasn't massive either. But oh, I thought you got in the 2500s. No, nah, I missed out. If we packed ourselves in and vice gone, Piggy, we would have uh, been 2500 well, plus. Pig, but... I scored 2425, and my captain was McRae. He scored 89. Yeah, so what did you miss out on? You missed out on... Because uh... I was trying to play games with my opponent. I had the vice on Oliver. He got yep. 118, and I was yep. going to take it. I thought, you know what? I've had a real bad luck with the captains the last few weeks. 118, I, I, I can t- I can wear that. Under 100, I can't. Mm. And then um, it got to the point where there's a couple games left. I was pretty neck and neck with my opponent, but I was a few hundred points up. I thought if I match his captain, um, I, I'm home. So yep. I did that, but I, I had the captain on nil. An hour before the game. Oh, I know, so... That would have been juicy. That yeah, would have been why juicy. Why don't you tell the uh, listeners what we did with the vice on Friday. We flipped the coin. Uh, yeah, so I had the vice on Gorn for the whole week. And then, uh, yeah, we, we had a little discussion and we sort of said, oh, you know, maybe Oliver will go all right against the Hawks. And so we decided to flip a coin right before the first bounce. Um, Gorn or Oliver, and it landed on Oliver. So we both <laughs> went Oliver, unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, and it was actually looking great early on, Pig. He was flying. I know, then he fell and asleep. Then, then uh, he, no, he copped a tag from Connor Nash, yeah, which well. um, quelled his influence. Connor Nash actually did a really good job. And then, uh, yeah, he did his hammy. And then Clayton Oliver was able to score a decent score. But He bounced back, but uh, Gordy... It was hard to watch, wasn't Gordy it? had a big game. Yeah, yeah, we knew it was coming too. It was silly by us because he's rucking against Max Lynch by himself. So yeah, it was always going to happen, but... That's the theme of my week this week. I'm I have to nail the captain pig. That's yep. yeah, that's vital because you know if I if I got if I got Neil, I probably would end up twenty six hundred. Mm. Oh yeah. So you know it's easy to look back now, but that's like a pretty controllable thing picking a good picking a decent captain. So you know I'm, I could be sitting here fl- up a couple of thousand spots flying. So yeah, yeah, makes but, a big difference. The structure of our teams look pretty good. Just a few little tweaks we need to make. Yeah, a few little tweaks, definitely. But no, happy with how we're tracking Pig. So just outside the top 1,000. So we're within striking distance, Piggy, for our little key ring at the end of the year. Yes. Put it with my other one. You are. Um, You'll uh, be all right. You'll be all right. Like I said, it just takes one good week. The guy that won this week, 2830 or whatever he got, he went up about 20,000 spots. Is that the biggest score you've ever heard? 2,800 has yeah, to be. Yeah, 2,833 has to be, yeah. Has to be the biggest score. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's so, massive. Absolutely massive. So, yeah, he, he I think he was sitting about 20,000 and he's uh, sitting about 1,200 now. So. Well, I'm sitting about 20,000. So, maybe if I get 2,800 this <laughs> That's right, week. Pig. That's right. So, um, it's, you know, it's only 300-odd points that separates the middle of the pack from the top pack. So, you know. So, what are you saying, Pig? There's hope. 
exactly. There's always hope, Pig. It just right. takes one good week or a couple of good weeks. So don't give up for sure. All right, mate. Love to hear it. Yeah, like I had Brayshaw I bring into the team the other week. He scored me mm. a 77, which hurt. Uh, McRae, 89, which hurt. So, yep. yeah, plenty yep. of room. Yep. So the Flying Pigs, I mean, like I said, there's been plenty this week, Piggy. Uh, Lockie Neal probably takes the chocolates for me because I didn't have the other one that you had, 187. Yep. So beautiful performance from him. Uh, Maxi Gorn, 172, massive. Jaden Short, Piggy, playing in the midfield. Love to see that against the Eagles. He, he just got went, so much of it. it was he ridiculous. went nuts, yep. So, yeah, it was could really, be a permanent fixture. I think, yeah, I think so, going forward, until probably Dusty comes back or, or the likes. Uh, well, they've got, they're pretty comfortable back down with um, Broad and Vlosten. Yeah, so. they put Bolter back there as well, so I think that was probably the the better defensive lineup they went with. And they're playing Rioli off a halfback as well, so yep. they've got a few options now. Yep. It's probably good to get short um, amongst it. So He looked great. He looked great. So, yeah, yep. big score from him. Cripper uh, did the job for me again, 138, Piggy, and Dunks. 139 went massive. Yeah, so who, who were your flying pigs, mate? Two Miller, 160 for me was massive. Um, most of the other ones we've got the same. Um, just have me, oh, Tommy Stewart. There's, there's a gentleman in defence that you. Yeah. <laughs> the general, Tommy Stewart. Yep. Unbelievable. I, I almost cut him a few weeks ago when he was a laid out, but mm-hmm. I, I held on to him. Um, Smart, yep. And he's been unbelievable. So 187, that's that's a huge, huge. score for a defender. Oh, so. massive. I was, I was trying to think, that that's got to be the biggest score from a defender for, for a while. I mean, yeah, Lockie Whitfield probably scored up mm. there, I guess. But I can't think of anyone else that would have... I can't think of a defender 160 plus, to be honest. Yeah. The only one I can think so. of is Whitfield, maybe. have to look into that. But yeah, yeah it's pretty unheard of. He had 40-odd touches and used it at about 90%. So... Nah, Always going to be a big really, number. That's what I thought. I was set for a massive week. Um, yeah, with New as well. Finished off at one. He got one eighty seven as well. So yep. yeah, same. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would have been nice to have the C on one of those boys, but it is what it is. Pig, like we said, move on. What about the sick pigs, mate? Who's struggling in the squad? Uh, oh god, I, I probably would <laughs> say. Brayshaw? Is, is he on the chopping block? I don't know if he quite deserves to be called a sick pig, but yeah, pretty under par score. One, uh, a 77. I think it's a couple, couple of scores under 100, isn't it, from Brayshaw now, maybe? Yeah, but he's right. also got the other runs on the board. So yeah, that's right, yeah. A bit yeah. early, but do you know what the thing was? They, they obviously beat Geelong. It was a massive win. If you watched that game and didn't know anything about Supercoach, I would say he's probably been the best two players. Like, mm. He would probably be at the top two players for... He was weekend. good. I thought he, he was, was great. Yep, he but was you, good. I think I lose the fact he had about eight clangers. Yeah. Um, his yep. disposal efficiency was pretty low. So, yep. yeah, that'll cost you. But all, all in all, I think he had 28 touches. Yeah, he had a bit of it. Yeah, yep. it looked good. So maybe if he tightens up a little bit. Um, yeah, I didn't have yeah. too many other He'll sick pigs. Horn Francis, 58. I'm still holding on to him at the moment. Yep. Um, I'm, he's going to start losing a bit of cash. I bring in Rosie. Um, he scored 87. I'm yeah. actually not too um, upset about that because no, no. that Cairns game was, was oh, almost unwatchable. So Terrible. Yeah, like I'm glad Port come out with the points, but yeah. yeah, that's not you can't really judge. But going off that... But the role was there, Pig. The that's the main there, thing. Yeah. He's playing midfield and looking really good. Um, yeah. So yeah, that 87 will take it on, on a pretty dour night. What's the AFL doing with the structuring, Pig? Can we just touch on that? You mean like the fixturing? Sorry, the other fixturing. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I got no idea. Oh god, who but is running the show the punt, there? It's throwing our punt, you know, structure all up in the air. Why would you have two games on a Friday night? It makes no sense. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. 
Yeah, I'm just lucky. Like this week, Port and Dogs play. Everyone's going to tune into that. Not oh, yeah. as many for North Melbourne Frio, but imagine if it was two blockbusters. So yeah, it's just dumb. Why? Why? Why not on a Thursday? I don't understand. Yeah. Tell me why. Yeah. you can't play it on a Thursday. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's baffling. Even so, when they do it on a sad day, it's stupid. When they double up games overlap, on a sad day. Saturday night, they do double ups, yeah. Yeah, it's stupid. So, people want to watch the footy. So, um, yeah, pull your heads in. I suppose we have to try, sort of remember as well, we might be in the minority with, of people watching every single <laughs> every single game of footy pig as well. You right, know? So, yeah, we could be. <laughs> I guess we got to give them a bit of a pass there. But, but then really, uh, we're the only ones that matter because people that don't watch every game don't doesn't matter to them. True, true, yeah. To so keep us happy. Yep, yep. So we can ask happy. Nah. <laughs> nah, but they need, need to be looked at because it's pretty dismal. Uh, yeah, what about McRae, Piggy? Can we just mention McRae for a second? Uh, I we think can. He's yeah. been struggling. He's definitely been struggling. The role's been fine. I think. I honestly think it's from that head knock he had late in that game against North. Ever since then, he has not looked right, Pig. So I'm monitoring that closely over the... Um, this round, definitely to see if he looks better. Yeah, so round four, he scored 158 against Richmond. Round five against North, he scored 153. Yep. And as you mentioned, that head knock. And since then, he's gone 92 and 89. So, mm. Jesus, it's stiff to be like he's really falling down because, you know, some look at Brayshaw. He's, yeah. He's got 77. So, but yeah, you might be onto something. So, what, do you, what would you suggest, Pig? Well, I'm just saying, I think players... When they have concussion, I think the, it does take you know a little bit, a little, little bit of time to get right again. Yeah, I very rarely you see a player come back from concussion and just um, completely tear it up again. I mean, I'm happy to be proven wrong, but yeah, it's. I think it's um, something to keep an eye on if a player gets concussed. Well, he's you know. worth 650k. His break even's 200 this week. His yeah. projectors. About nearly forty k to go down. So yeah, I mean, definitely um, you're you're holding him every day of the week, but, but something to keep an eye on. Just purely because of his um, track record, do you hold him for the like you know for the foreseeable future? Do you well, ride it out, or is is he not untouchable? I think three scores in the eighties would be definitely alarm bells going yeah. off. For sure, but yeah, you hold him for now purely on his on his uh, history. We don't want to apply the Max Gorn. Uh, no, that treatment. was too quick. Yeah, that was one week, I think. we went. Oh, I went on one week on him, I think. So, yeah. yeah, that was silly. But I think three, maybe four weeks of, yeah, down scores is something. Before to he drops about. under 600, then, then you're in trouble. You've lost all that money on him. Yeah, so. that's true as well. No, very good, Piggy. What about let's the rookies that are, that are flying at the moment, Pig? The rooks? Uh, yeah, I want to just mention some that we have to probably look at cashing out. I think in the next few weeks, uh, Josh Rochelle probably needs to be moved, yeah, he's long moved on. Gone. He's long gone for me. Yeah, yeah. Like definitely look into it. Um, so he's got a break even of seventy eight. He went down about seventeen k over the weekend. Yeah. So he probably has to go. I think he's just going to start leaking cash for owners. Uh, Horn Francis is a um, talking point piggy. Mm-hmm. He's got a break even of fifty eight. He went down eleven k. What do you reckon, pig? Fifty eight break even is that enough to move on or hold him? I'm probably going to look at uh, moving him the next couple of weeks just because what his value is as well. He started a bit more expensive. So, um, yeah, he, like, he always had that meat on the bone. Mm. We're looking to upgrade now. I think because he's not pulling in like the 80s, 90s. Um, yeah, I'll probably be looking at him. And 
it can't be easy playing in that North Melbourne team week in, week out and being combative. Like, I think they're gonna, probably going to rest him soon. That's what I think. Yeah. For a week or two. So, yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. Well, he's got Frio away this week. So, yeah. Could be a good time to move on him. It's, it's The thing is, that the break even's low enough that if he scores a 70 or an 80, you know, it could be another couple of weeks of, of cash gen for you. So. Tough one. Yeah. I think both answers are fine. You, you can hold him if if uh, fits your structure, and obviously move him on and, and cash out if you if you want to go to a Clark or someone like that. Well, I think the next on the list you put Dacos as well. Yes. Um, similar. His break evens around seventy. Um, yep. So he just starts losing a bit of money. I think the biggest difference is you would hold Dacos and keep him in one of your last spots until the end of the year. Instead of Horn Francis, because Horn Francis' average is dropping now yeah. um, to like low 70, um, but he's pulling like 58, 60 scores around there. Like Dacos, if Dacos keeps scoring 71, 72, 73, and he meets his break even, I would keep him in that last spot. Yeah. Yeah. Because price point wise, there's no one really, like, unless you can upgrade, there's no one really that's better than him in dual position. So if you had both of them in your team, I'd say trade Horn Francis out. Um, you know, that's almost, you know, up to 200K sitting there yeah. um, and hold Dacos as, a, as one of your last spots. Um, as you try and upgrade your whole team during the year. Got the defender status as well, so you can shuffle around. Um, yeah, and he's scoring pretty consistently. You know, yeah, he's can wear a se- 70, 75. Yeah. Just look at, him when you, look at him in that Collingwood team. He is just ultra consistent. No, very good piggy. And uh, what about a Driscoll pig? He's uh, creeping up there in, in uh, break-even, 77. What yeah, do you think about so him? He's got a 57. He looks good if you watch him. Uh, he passes the eyesight, yep. the eye test. Um, when you watch the game, but I've got him on my field at the moment, you know. But I've also got McCartan and DeConning on the bench as well, so I'm I'm actually thinking, yeah, it's a bit of a toss up between those three. I'm gonna probably cull one of them if there's another option available. But O'Driscoll, if he can score, you know, if he can bump that up to like a 65, 70, you could probably hold him as your D six mm. for a little bit. But you don't also want um, him to bleed out too much, so. Yeah, yeah, I think we can hold him uh, because a few reasons. Frio got a lot of outs this week, so I think he'll be, you know, given more responsibility to to uh, win win his own ball and, and this sort of thing. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, you know, he's got a score that's going to drop out of his rotation this week, a low score. I think it's a forty odd. He's got, a, you know, that's why his break even so high. So right. if he does score a sixty or a seventy, you'll see his break even be down below, you know, thirty around 30 next week. So I think right. it's worth... Um, so run me by how that works again. Is it like over a month period or something? So it's your most three most recent scores. Determines your break even. Yep. yep. Right, I didn't know that. Okay. Yep. So yeah, if, yeah he, he's got a... I think he's got a 40 sitting in there or something like that. And which... I think you can't really go past flexibility when it comes to dual position. So if you choose to get move Horn Francis um, and, you know, just say I wanted to move another defender... If you keep O'Driscoll and Dacos, that's you got that swap option, um, which is pretty vital because one of them could come in handy for you, mm. especially this day and age when when players go out last minute. Like I couldn't imagine all the Super Coach um, players that had George Hewitt and you know maybe Paddy McCartan and a nobody on the bench last week. They would have been screwed. So yes, yeah, there's a few donuts flying around, yeah. um, but 
still some big scores as well. So, yeah, so for example, he's got uh, last two games, 42-57 pigs. So if he scores well this week, that 42 is going to drop out and then he'll, you know, be the break-even will be a lot lower. So something to, something to consider when, you, when you're looking at moving on players for sure. Yeah, but uh, that's that's sort of it for I think who the rookies are need to be moved on. Mm-hmm. What about the rookies that we should target? Pig, do you have any in mind that uh, you want to be looking at? I've well, got a few here. Yeah, I've got a couple. Without, I haven't got any written down, but off the top of my head, um, Greg Clark. Yeah, yeah, he's probably the number one target. I think he was like one of the number one targets in the preseason. Yep. So we've been uh, keeping an eye on him. We had him, both had him, and then he, he uh, is his shoulder? Maybe? Shoulder yeah, injury, yeah. Shoulder. Yep. So he came in, and I believe he's, he raised the bat this week, didn't he? He did, yes, game. 104. So that's great. West Coast is struggling. We know their story. Another one is, uh, have you got Robbie McComb? Is it McC- Robbie McComb? Robbie McComb, yep. Yeah, Bulldogs. he's another uh, mature age player as well. So yep. um, I, I've been looking at him. I'm basically trying to find the next layer of, um, players now because they're all right to swap them over but you also don't want to bring in someone who's going to play one game for you and effectively mm. screw you so yep. Yep. Um, yeah so if you what can you, you, you want to try and wait to that bubble game yeah so Clark obviously is up there uh, Jack Carroll I, I monitored closely yeah. on the weekend Piggy yep. for the Blues uh, they really rate him so um he was playing that sort of midfield half forward role, looked really good, kicked the first snag of the game. Yeah, I think he had about ninety odd points. So he looked great, apparently. Yeah, he's uh, someone to monitor. I think he'll continue to get games. And he's in that been cup just um, cutting his teeth in the VFL the last like month and a half. Yes. Apparently, he's been playing really good, really well. And he must be that good. That he pushed. He kind of pushed right past Paddy Dow as that replacement. Yeah. Um, so they really rate him. So. Yep. He's one to watch. Uh, Neil Erasmus could get another go this week. Piggy. Erasmus, I love him. Piggy. He's been dominating the waffle. He missed out last week with concussion. Yeah. So he should come back into that side with all the outs they've got. Uh, obviously, job security might be a bit of an issue, but he's on his bubble, so he could make some nice coin for owners. He's a serious footballer, really. Uh, Definitely. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Big fan. And I think once he establishes a little bit, he's going to get his 70s, 70 pluses. This is the type of game that he plays. Yeah, no, he's, he just hunts the ball, doesn't he? Uh, Paul Curtis as well, Piggy, from the Ruse. Yep. yep. He's looking okay. Not massive scores, but he's on his bubble and I think his job security is pretty good. No, not, really a, not really a lot, is there? No. There's not really a lot in There's this not a whole lot. I know, so you just got to be real careful. You got to justify yourself before you. Especially bring defenders in. wise as well, Pete. There's not many defenders coming yeah. through, which is a worry. But yeah. we'll see how that develops. But um, yeah, I think Cooper Hamilton as well might be one other one. Yeah. I want to just mention he played quite well on the weekend uh, on debut. Yeah, I didn't catch that for game. The Giants. Um, but um, yeah, and I've seen his name pop up a lot in the preseason. I think he played most of the preseason games. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah and he's cheap 102k 102k mid forward yeah. so he could be the answer to so I've uh, run a few scenarios this week yeah. um, he's been in a few of them so yes. but I think it's a bit bit too much of a risk um, to pick him after one game especially one win for the Giants so I can't remember who they've got this week they've got the Cats they've this week they've got the Cats so yep. you know in like, Canberra on form if they beat the cat, if they lose to the cats, like uh, uh, you know, from their last month, they haven't been playing that great of footy. So mm. if they um, lose to the cats and he stays in, 
then you would definitely think about bringing yep. him in. Definitely, yeah. Well, he looks like he wants to give the rookies a bit of a go this this year. He's playing. Well, sometimes Finn, you Finn have Callahan. to. Be, sometimes, if your established players aren't producing, you have to bring in. You know, take a risk and bring in some young kids that might not see out a full game, but their energy will keep you in mm. certain parts. So. So yeah, just just on that rookie watch sort of topic, pig. I know we mentioned that there's. Not a whole lot coming through at the moment, but there is a couple of names that I just want to fly through that are, that are going all right in the in the twos, you know, in the VFL yeah, and in the, in the waffle. It's pretty I think we should, yeah, I think we should sort of start looking at this because obviously it's going to um, give us options going forward. So just a couple of names, Pig. I just want to run through quickly. Jai Amis. Jai Amis. He, yep. Jai Amis. Yeah. So he is playing this week. He's already confirmed to be playing. Yeah. So he is the best forward in. Uh, the power forward in the late, in yep. the draft, so he's been going around in the waffle. Yeah. Mitchy Hinge, it looks like he could be coming back this week. Yeah, I forgot about him. So that's though. good for owners who've held him for this long. He he was looking really good in SNFL. Charlie Constable was one piggy. I know Charlie. He when are you going to dominating the the VFL at the moment? When's he going to be given the opportunity? Don't know. Have to be soon because the the Suns yeah aren't really looking too good. So. I wouldn't be surprised to see him um, maybe even in this week, Piggy. Off the back of 30 touches and eight tackles. Pretty good performance. Mm-hmm. Elijah Hollands as well is looking good in the VFL. Oh, boy, yeah. I've, I've had him from week you one. you still got him? Yeah. yeah. There's no point trading him out. Nah, like, just I'm, leave him for a loopy. Surely he's going to come in and play yep. you know, three or four games. I did I did see Stuart Jew say something about his body not being quite ready yet for oh. AFL standards, but he's going all right in the, in the VFL, so one to keep an eye on. Jimmy Titus, yep. Titus, yep. he's going well too for the Suns in the VFL. So he was a pretty popular preseason uh, watch. So he could be coming in pretty soon. Ollie Henry kicked the seven snags. So he'll be coming in this week. Cooper Stevens pick. He's one for the Cats that I reckon might get a go maybe this week or next. Know, when's he, I've been waiting for him for a few weeks now. When's he coming in? It'll be very soon. Very soon. So he had 24 touches and seven marks. So, so yep. leading disposal getter on the ground. So I think he'll be... Coming in pretty soon. Again, um, another one rated really high in his draft year. Yes. Yep. Definitely. And what a couple more. Ryan Burns for the Saints pig. Obviously, not really one that we should be bringing in, but one to consider when we're looking at the likes of Gresham and you know Sinclair and, and how it's going to affect their roles because he's pretty much just a mid only or mid, mid slash forward. So he could come into that side after three snags on the weekend. So have to see how that affects their roles going forward so mm-hmm. and yeah Billings and Jack Jones are going to come back in too I reckon this week okay. so plenty of role shuffling at the Saints so just be wary of that if you're looking at bringing in a Gresham or a Sinclair this week maybe just maybe just give it one more week to see how it looks with the structure of those guys coming back in but that's it for the the twos watch pig but I, I do want to do that every now and then just to see how um yeah what, what could change with the structures and and lineups for each Pig, team. Whatever your heart wants, you just follow it, mate. I'll back you. Okay. <laughs> very good. Is that very fair? good. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Nah, I like it. Did a bit of background work. Just a little bit of background work. We, we, we want to let the uh, community know what's going on at the lower levels. Very important. All right, Pig, All right, Pig. So Let's what talk about trades. The, yeah, trade talk. Let's get to the trade table, Piggy. All right. You want to kick it off this week? I want to kick it off. All right. Yeah. What are you thinking, mate? So you, <sighs> your team's in a pretty good spot. You know, you, you probably could have scored a little bit better with a bit of a shuffle mm-hmm. um, last yeah. week. So you just tell me. Start by telling me how many trades you think you're going to make, and and what you got. How many trades so you're left? I'm looking at making two trades. Yep. 
I'm looking at moving on both Dacos and Horn Francis, cashing in on their value. I know there might be money to be a little bit of money to be made there, but I'm happy to cash in on the value. Uh, it actually really helps the structure of my team. Okay. Because what it does brings in Clark, and I can loophole Clark um, in the midfield if he has a good score. I can take that. Or, uh, sorry, and it gets me Luke Parker on the field in my forward line too. So it, it, re- it basically finishes my forward line, you know, for the foreseeable future. So, you know, I've got Rosie sitting at F6, which is pretty nice. You got Rosie at F6. Yep. Rosie sitting at F6. Uh, Nick Martin goes into M8. So he's the swap for the uh, Luke Parker option. Oh, okay, yeah. Yep. yep. And yeah, just cashes in on the boys and gets me Greg Clark as another cash cow. You had my head spinning and I go, how, how is Rosie F6? But I've got Rosie F5 and Martin F6. So I guess if Parker came in, That's Rosie right. would push down to F6. Yeah, yeah. same thing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I think I think like your Brody and Coniglio and Dunkby are pretty much locked for the rest of the year. Yeah, almost. exactly. For the foreseeable future, definitely. They're going to yeah. keep doing a job for us. Yeah, Luke Parker's been great, hasn't he? So yeah, he's just the value pick. He's just yeah. right for the picking. He's just over 500k, so I really can't ignore that. And he's going really well yeah, that back in Ford, the midfield. That Ford um, role is vital, isn't it? Yep, yep. So he's he's averaging was last three. He's averaging 124. Yeah. So he's in great nick. He's got back to the midfield, and um, yep, jumping on this week at his price. Well, it's the same as like there's a few other guys like Travis Blakesbury, one that comes to mind. Mm. Um, you can't you can't leave those those absolute um, primos out of the midfield. And Parker was kind of getting lost. I think he kicked five goals in one of the early he rounds. Did in the and first that, game, yep. And then I think they kind of tried to prevail with him up forward. But he has to be around the ball. He has to play at least a half a quarter around the ball to get the best out of him. So, yep. Yep. Um, yeah. And he's got Papley back and uh, Ben Ronk is actually looking really good in right. you know, little small forward. Ben sort Ronk, of a few years ago, kicked five goals in a game. I, can't, I, I couldn't tell you who they're playing, but... Um, he just come out of nowhere. He kicked five goals, dominated, mm-hmm. and then there was massive talk about him like, as being the next big small forward. And then he just disappeared for nearly two years. I think he had a lot of injuries and form issues. But right. you're starting to see now, like you don't just kick five goals as a young player um, and then as a fluke, yeah. yeah, and then not be a decent footballer. Yep. So yep. Um, yeah, I was like, he's one that popped up a few weeks ago as a, as a medical sub. Yeah, he loves a snag, so... Mm-hmm. So he's definitely allowed Parker to go back in the midfield, so I'm pretty happy to jump on him, back him in. What about you, Piggy? How are uh, you looking this week? I'm going to use two trades, so mm-hmm. I think so anyway. Um, that will leave me with about 20 and two boosts. Yes, so same as me, 20 and two. But yeah. I think it's not a great number, but I think the team's pretty set. I think it's set. pretty much on par, Pig, to The be team's honest. pretty set, you know. I don't think we have to really drastically use a lot more trades going forward, so... Well, let's just make it clear. We are 100% going to run out of trades. Yes. 95% of the people playing this game. So, I think we just make peace with that more than go, we'll be all right. Because every week, someone's going to get injured. Mm-hmm. And every week, we're going to be like, oh, just can I much tighten up this spot? So... <laughs> Um, we'll talk about this off air. There's a few people that have about three, four more trades than us, yep. but they probably got more work to do yeah. um, with their team. But yeah, I've made peace. I'm going to run out of trades. I've made peace with it. Yep. Yeah. So. I think most people will, like you said, a lot of carnage going on and yep. COVID and yeah, you're right. I think we're pretty much on par with everyone. Yep. Um, okay. So pig, 
<laughs> totally hear, out, hear me out here. So, right, here um, I wasn't sure what I'm gonna do, what, what I was gonna do here, but I've downgraded Jack Hayes. Just this is just for now for Cooper Hamilton, okay. only because he's a Ford. He's a Ford mid. Yep. And Hayes, I had him in the Ford line, so I'm not confident on that. Because what's Carroll? Is Carroll only a mid? Mid only. Yeah. Yeah, I was hoping he was a mid Ford. Um, That'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. So just this is what I'm running with now. Um, Hamilton. Uh, downgrade to Hamilton, Hayes to Hamilton, and then I have gone Bowie to Jaden Short. Okay. Because my defense is always something that was probably a little bit thin. Um, but going this way now, I've got Stewart, Sicily, Hewitt, Short as my four defenders. Yep. My Then I've got Driscoll, O'Driscoll and Gibkiss as my last two, and I've got McCartan and DeConning on the bench. So I've effectively got four sports four players for two spots but um it's a lot stronger my forward line i'm in my defense now so yeah um i yeah. like that pig and then i'm eventually then next week i'm gonna move on horn francis i think so but like if i if i'm not if i get to thursday night and i'm not confident i'll probably downgrade um ward to clark and, yes um that will probably leave me about 20k less um, and I can still do the same move, but uh, surely you're going to get short in, don't we? You, yeah, you have, have yeah. to have short. Yeah, definitely. Especially with yeah. that midfield role that he, that he had. You can't yeah. see that um, changing in the next few weeks for sure. So and I think, you know, 24-25 this week, if I can nail my captain and I effectively go from Bowie to short, then I can't see my team not being better. Yeah, interesting, yeah. So you've decided to hold Horn Francis and Dacos? Just for another week. Yeah. I'm going to hold Dacos no matter what because... I can see him scoring up until the very last round. I can see him playing to the very last round, and I can see him scoring 70s every week. So mm-hmm. by that time, he's probably going to be worth about 450k. Yep. And then if there's someone around the mark, I'll take him. If not, I'm pretty confident I can take Dacos into the later rounds. Yep. Very good, Piggy. I like it. I was, uh, yeah, a couple of thousand dollars short of getting uh, Tommy Stewart in this week, which... Oh, hurt my feelings. I really, Stewart. yeah, it would have mean missing out on Parker, obviously. But I think, yeah, Thomas Stewart, if I really got to have him, you know, he's going to be number number, you know, number one, number two defender this year. It looks like so super consistent and has a massive ceiling. So have to get him in asap. Pig, just one last little shout out to Braden Bruce. Yeah, <laughs> pretty harsh on, on old Braden a few weeks ago, but God, he's done a job for us, hasn't he? So. Oh yeah. Big time. Yeah, yep. and he's up to three hundred. Yeah, he's just under four hundred. Yep, he's, it's he's a big jump. Ticking along nicely, Piggy. Yeah, it's a big jump. So yep. just every score um, just over a hundred. So you love to see that. Yeah, should continue. I'd imagine with the way they played, they played a lot better. So he looks great. Yeah. Also, I'll, want to shout out Nick Martin. Oh, he's having a ripper year. Oh, he? Yep. He's been unbelievable for us. He's he's a rising star. He's going to be the rising star. So if you're listening to this. Get the word out. Put the put yeah, your you, bets on. You like that little punt I, I talked about, Pig? Ah, oh, Pig. It was mainly Martin. me, but you know, it was good. $7.50, I thought, geez, that's that's pretty juicy. Well, it's up to us to, to really drive the interest up. So, yep. Nick Martin. Get on him. Yep, he's uh, he's up there for the Rising Star. He's just got his... I think he's down below $6 now, Pig, for Rising Star. So, maybe, we did, maybe we did get the word out. Pig, you know, I like, I, like Nor- I like Melbourne. Melbourne's just short of three bucks for the flag. 
Melbourne. Yeah, okay. I don't think yep. that's a bad. I think if you could if you could put fifty to hundred bucks on that, yeah, and sit I mean, that away, yeah. you don't yeah. always have to make nine hundred dollars. You know, I know a, they're going to be very hard to beat, aren't they? Yeah, and they're they're probably going to drop down to like two dollars under two dollars by finals. But if unless something drastic changes, surely they're going to win the flag. This yeah, year. I think so. I so, can't see anyone beating them. So, I really can't. Brisbane's know, the only threat, I think. Imagine grand final day. We uh, top four. Our bet, our bet pays off. Our futures with all the top eight and top fours. <laughs> Melbourne win, That's and we're juicy, about nine hundred dollars up. Oh on yeah, final day. And just load it up. Turn on. the phone on airplane mode and just head straight to the cast. Yep, yep. Load up a few little exotics on on the grand final. You reckon? Yeah. <laughs> uh, very, very good. We've got a couple of uh, questions, questions, Piggy. Yes, questions? To, yeah. To finish off, let's let's fly through these. First one, Mickey Grant, Piggy. Who is the best defender under 500k? Couple of there's a couple of um, options that stand out. You got any you want to mention? Uh, you got Angus Brayshaw. Yep, yep. He's, He's one that I'm looking at. Yep. Yeah, in the nineties, got Adam Sard's right on 500k, 501. Yeah, yeah I saw so him could, just you, over. Yeah, you could probably include him. Him and he, Boston are just over 500k. Are they? Okay, yep. all right. Well, I'll keep I'll keep to the rule. Caleb Daniel. He's yep. at 483, averaging 94. Luke Mack. Luke Mack's my big one. That'd be my number one response to that question. Yeah. Lukey Mack. Yep. He, he, he's, he's so cheap too. He's 4, 430 or something is he picked? 421, yep. Yep. So that's that's just massive value there. Dual position. Dual position and Lockie Whitfield as well picked. I know we've been harsh on him this oh, year. I don't like him. I know, but if you look at his, if you look at his scores, they aren't that bad. They're not great. But they're not that bad. But he's so cheap, pick. He's down to about four hundred and thirty k. I know, but it's not because uh, it's a going out. I know, town, yeah, so I know, but for a reason, Pete. But so. it's it's a guy that can score. So if he he could he could even drop lower this week, break even of I think ninety odd. So he could get closer to four hundred k. I mean, at what point does he become? Yes, you I know, must have, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like three three seventy five. Surely you got to. Well, here's a bit of a left of field one for you. Yeah. Probably don't recommend it above the other ones, but Ryan Burton at I knew, 450. I knew you'd like that one, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I have been watching him for a few weeks when he had that breakout game against Carlton, but but this is his last four-week score, right? Mm. 108 against Melbourne, 111 against Carlton, 50 against West Coast, which is the outlier, but, geez, the ball wasn't down there. No, a hell of a lot. it was not. And then 120 against St. Kilda, so... Yeah, I think he's on the on the up. He's having a breakout year, definitely. He's having a great yeah. year. What happened to Jeremy Howe? He used to be a lock down back. Yeah, I don't know. He's just not really pulling in the numbers. No, he's um, not. No, he's got yeah the likes of obviously Darcy Moore is doing a lot of intercepting and obviously Pendles is back there now and Nick Dacos is back there. So What about Jack Scrimshaw, Pig? Don't know about 103 him. 103 sort of on the weekend. He's 415k, averaging 90. Oh no, averaging 80. So yeah. Nah, probably. I probably I probably forego him. But if you're looking at a hawk, I'd be looking at Will Day. I reckon he's very cheap, and he hasn't scored that well yet. <laughs> what about this young guy here, Jake Lloyd? Is under yes, 500k. Yes, Jake Lloyd is another one. Yep, definitely. How is that possible? Yeah. He's just been... How is that actually know, possible? Yeah, he's 480 or something. Wow, yeah. what a fall from grace. Yeah, so he'd be one. So to answer the question, I'd be going Elmac, uh, Jake Lloyd, great one, and yeah, Whitfield as well to consider for their Who's price. Who's the one that we said? We said there's one more. Gus Brayshaw. Uh, um, 
Caleb Daniel was another yeah, one. Yeah, Caleb Daniel's another one. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, Pig, very good. Casey Brown asks, will Hickey come straight back in and score roughly the same or will Adams playing affect your score? I think it would definitely affect it. I Has think to. You can't, Adams can't go out of the team now um, and they're both going to have to share that role. So, yep. Because I don't think, something tells me John Longmire doesn't care too much about Supercoach. No. Um, so no, reckon, definitely not. Does? No. I, I don't think so. No, I don't think he's, <laughs> he's a pretty dour individual. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think for the betterment of the team, they'll have, both have to play um, a little bit of a four. But I would say Hickey would get the biggest split of that because Laddams has some capability um, yeah, to play a bit of forward now. Play so, yep. forward and higher up the ground. Yep. So, yeah. yes, it's going to definitely affect it. But can two Ruckman survive in one team? Yep. They've shown yeah, that before. Definitely can. And I don't think he's back this week. I think he's still a few weeks away. So, um, yeah, you get a few more weeks of Laddam's value, which is good. Uh, Cooper Morris asks Piggy Jordan Ridley, Luke Parker, or Ollie Wines? Choose one. Well, I'll Easy cut one Jordan for me. Ridley off. Yep. He's, he's out. Luke Parker or Ollie Wines? Wines is very cheap. Yeah. Okay. He's about, about just, I think he's about 500K at the moment. Ollie Wines. He is 500k. Mm-hmm. God, he's cheap. So cheap. Brownlee medalist. Yeah. So um, his last two scores, 99, 104. One week, he scored 53 against Melbourne. Yep. And other than that, everything's been like 95 plus. That's obviously when he played just half a game. Yeah. So 95 plus in every game. So, you know, in, in the five other games, he scored 300s, a 96 and a 99. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. There's a lot of value on both. I'm going to go Parker just on flexibility, on flexibility value. Or the fact that he's in your team this week. No, that plays a part, I guess, <laughs> as well. But Piggy. Piggy, he's just Piggy. he's scoring great. Um, got the mid-forward role, so I'm I, I think you, him. I'm just staring you. But Wines up. is great. He's, he's very cheap. Great pod. No one's going to own him. So. Hey, mate, I had him in last year. He won the brown lane. Yes, so. you did. You're going to get him in? Probably not. 500K is just something to consider, isn't it? Yeah. Nice little stepping stone if we need it. Uh, Gaurav Bawa asks, is it worth to use a boost to get steel in? Well, it's not a lot more, there's not a lot of information around that. But yeah, it's Two down, well, he said two down, one up. So two downgrades and then use the upgrade. Yeah, to I get... more mean how many trades and how many boosts he got left. Um, yeah. But let's yep. just assume this taking down a one boost. Um, hmm. Yeah, I guess so. Depending on who, really, it's really depending on a lot of factors. But I don't think you're going to be upset about doing Jack Steel. I think next yeah. week you're not going to go. Wish I didn't do that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. mate, if your answer is if your team needs it, bring him in. I think it's worth it. I think it's worth it. Do it definitely. Uh, Gary Young asks, any news on George Hewitt? Pig, you heard anything? I haven't actually heard anything on him. So, mm. uh, but I heard it was uh, the only thing I did hear was it was a corky. Um, it's normally like a one week. Yes, yes. So it was, yeah, Corky that, in the calf, you know I, mean? I believe. Yeah. And he's back training this week. He's a test this week. So. Okay, so you've heard more than me. But but normally the issue with the Corky is the clot, doesn't it? Clot. Yeah, yeah. Um, normally it's le- it's not a week. Yeah, it's the, it's the internal bleeding, yeah. Yeah, so normally it's not a week. Um, if it's a week, it must be pretty bad, but I couldn't foresee it being um, any more than a week. Nah. I think he was pretty close to playing last week. I think he'll be all right this week, yeah. depending on I how he pulled up. Because they played North. Yeah, yeah I think he'll be back this week. And who um, have they got this week? 
Carlton have got the Crows. Oh, that would be so good. I hope they win by about 100. So, yeah. <laughs> that should be a nice win for them. Uh, Tim Riddington asks, J- uh, Jaden Short or Luke Parker? Jaden Short. Jaden Short? Yeah. I think Jaden Short's the one there. Oh, um, especially because he, is, he looked like he was going to go to the midfield more. Mm. So, yep. you know. Yep. Yeah, it's defender primos. If you can lock them down, yeah, do well, it. Or am I only saying that because he's in my team this week? <laughs> Maybe, See? yeah. That's right. The nah, team's I've got now. both. I've got both of them, and I think, yeah, I think Short's probably the high priority. Yeah, I like him. But uh, plenty of value in Parker for sure. Daniel Cooper asked, Tom Stewart or Took Miller? Took Miller's probably, bloody cheap. Yeah, Tom Stewart or Took Miller, pretty good. They're both pretty good. <laughs> probably, um, maybe Tom Stewart because... Um, and the up forward and down back, you're always trying to find that real primo. And Tom Stewart um, has been that this yep. year. I think Tom Stewart's the one, yeah. Because you can lock him in as a top, you know, obviously worst case, top six defender, definitely. Yep. Vying for the top two spot. Whereas Took Miller, you know, he probably will be a top eight midfielder, but it's well, up just, in the air a little that's bit. That's his best game of the year. And yeah. I, I was just talking... Minutes before that game, I'm like, I'm going to get rid of this yeah. guy. Um, <laughs> Quarter time, you were saying it. Let, let's just put it this way, right? You, they're both worth about 600k. Uh, Tommy Stewart's, yeah, yeah. yeah they yep, are, yeah. Just over 600k, yeah. Yep. They're about their, give or take 20k, right? Mm-hmm. They're both in around that 600k mark. If you, if you pick Tom Stewart for 600k and then at Tukey's position, you could find someone at like 520, 500 K that would do a pretty similar job because of how deep the midfield bats. Mm, mm. But if you pick Took, could you find someone at like five twenty that could do Tom Stewart job? Not as much, no, I don't think. Probably not. No. Yes. That's what I think. So the top the real top top of defenders and forwards, um, if you haven't got them, get them in like Yep. Yeah. No, I like that. Very good, Piggy. That concludes the the community questions. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it for this week. There's plenty to go through, but I think we covered it pretty well. So what do you, what, what's your vibe, mate? How do you feel this week? You think you're going to um, keep rising? Well, I mean, yeah, we we both had a good good scoring week last week, so I, you know, can't, there's no reason why it's we just, can't do that again. It feels sick that I scored 2,400 and I'm, like, disappointed. <laughs> Don't you reckon that's just so yeah, sick? Yeah, it's sick. It is what sick. I am sick is my captain scored 89 mm. before doubling. That hurt you. Yep. That hurts so bad. I know it hurts you, especially definitely. when, especially when we could have had Gorn or Neil. So, so what you've missed out on? What about hundred points or something from a? Well, from if, a, I, well, if, if you did go Oliver, I mean, what so did you missed out Oliver, on? About sixty points. About sixty points. Yeah. yeah. So I probably got jumped new. Oh, the, yeah. I would have made about twenty five hundred, and if I went one of the other ones. Because um, who did you who did you end up with? Crip one thirty one forty. Crip one thirty eight. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's great. So yeah. So put that. So you so you scored probably eighty to ninety more points than me from captains. Yep. So yeah. It really I, was just the captain pick, wasn't it? Really. Yeah. So if I picked Gorn, if I went any uh, Gorn um, Neil, I would end up like twenty five, twenty six hundred. So mm. yeah. Yep. Yeah, but I don't like to live in that that thing of gone on. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Captains yep. hurt because it's your decision. Uh, but like, if I if I don't pick a player, if I don't like bring a player in or I, I pick another player, they don't have a great game. You just wear it because it, it'll even out. But when it comes to captains, that's like all on you. Mm. And yep. you get two shots at it, and I fucked up. That's why I should have <laughs> definitely just gone with 
Oliver. I should have just done it yeah. and been conservative for a week. As ge- yeah, it's generally the way to go, isn't it? You bank the points. Yeah, just be... My, be I know it's hard I mean? not to get be Get my greedy. confidence back up. Because now this week, I'm going to be a wreck trying to find a player like as a captain. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. No, All right, Pig. Very good, Piggy. Well done. Into another week. Yep. Upwards and onwards. Yep. As always. All right. No worries. <laughs> as always, it's been real. It's been good. Hasn't been real good. Hasn't been real good. All right, mate. All right. Good luck this week. See you guys. See you.